Good evening, everybody. This is Jolinda with It's All Growth. Here to jump into a totally different topic. I mean, it's just, it's one of the topics that I'm going to be talking about just because it has a lot to do with me and who I am. Toxic relationships. Yes. Toxic relationships. What, what a horrible, horrible topic to be associated with, but um, fortunately, and I say fortunately because I've learned a lot, um, I have been in quite a few toxic relationships. I look at it as, I used to say that I took in stray dogs. <laughs> and I mean that in the nicest way possible because I am a rescuer. I have been all of my life. I used to get in trouble for bringing random pets home. So I am, I have always had this loving heart of trying to help somebody, you know, that was in need. So I carried it on to, into adult life <laughs> and did it, it, it helped and it didn't help. But, um, like I've said before, this is my heart. I, I love who I am, who I am has gotten me into some shit with uh, some very low vibrational people in my life, but um, it was all love. I never, I don't use the word love unless I absolutely mean it, so. And you know, what a, what a perfect, um, right, right before Valentine's Day topic to talk about because not everyone is mylar balloons and dozen roses with candy moods tomorrow. Um, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to be in that situation. Well, I don't even want to say situation. I'm, I'm messing up my words. Um, I just mean, like, personally, I am not going to be getting any flowers or balloons or candies, and I'm fine with that. So, what I am dealing with right now, currently, is a toxic, very toxic attachment to a man that I am... <clears throat> fighting to let go of just being honest here I can't I, I had said that starting this channel I have to be real from the start you know I don't want to come on here and say it's all growth and I'm just doing so great and everything's great and I, I'm I'm starting this in a time of my life where I'm trying to release the negative in my life which there's not a lot of negative my, negative in my life, but there is one particular person that I'm having a, a time with letting go um, because I love him. And it's not a healthy relationship. It's, it's not healthy for me. It might work for someone else, but not me. And, and this person also does not want to be in a relationship. He wants um, his freedom he wants to be able to do whatever he wants and to keep me in in his life as a partner and and it's it's just so twisted and i am trying to let go of this person it's not easy i i get drawn in by what attracts me to him which is it's a lot of good it's not it's not just the bedroom, which I know that he seems to think that's what it is, but it's not. It, that's a whole other story. Anyway, 
I thought it'd be a good topic to talk about toxic love right before Valentine's Day. Um, we've all been in that situation. Maybe, maybe not, but a lot, ha a lot have. There's, you know, we get attachments to people. It feels hard to let go. It's the endorphins that we feel when we first meet somebody. The, those butterflies in your stomach, the, the chills that you get when you know you're going to see them and you know, that's endorphins. It feels really good in the beginning. And I, I searched for love early on. It has a lot to do with um, the way that I was living my life and how I was being brought up. <clears throat> I was searching for love within people. Well, actually searching for the love that I wanted uh, to come back to me. I, I knew how to love while well, I thought I did. And I wanted that same feeling sent back to me. And I would search for it. And if I couldn't find it, I'd get stuck in the why. I'm, I'm great. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm, I'm willing to spend time with you and do for you. And I want, you know, I want to be with you. What's the problem? The problem was never me. Actually, the, no, I can't say the problem was never me. The problem with me was trying to force that person to see who I was. And I wanted validation from them, especially because I liked them. What, what's the problem? I like you. I'm, I'm doing for you. I'm, you know, I'm wearing the perfume. I'm wearing the nice clothes. I'm showing you attention. I'm giving you things that you like. I'm giving myself to you. What's the problem? Why don't you like me? Why don't you want me? Something's wrong with me. What? It's because I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not just all of these things that I put on to myself. The toxic love comes in when that person who I'm doing for and I'm giving my all and trying to win their affection and attention and trying to get validation from this person realizes what I'm doing, realizes that I am willing to do whatever it takes to make them happy. That's where the toxicity comes in. This person who is wounded, this person that is also looking for validation and love from someone because they don't love themselves, sees, okay, I'm going to see how far this person will go if they love me. If they truly love me, they'll do this. I really don't want to be with them, but I like what they bring. I hear what they're saying and I like what they bring. I have managed to fall in love with some very intelligent men. <laughs> Intelligence is a turn on for me. So I have been wooed and, and um, fascinated by the brain and what um, other people from different backgrounds and different, you know, living their lives different ways. It fascinates me. It fascinates me when they have a story to tell that I've never heard before. I'm all ears. I'm, I'm right there in it. And and, and oh my goodness, especially when it's a 
it's a wounded person. <laughs> and I mean, I, I am fascinated because I, I am too, I'm also wounded. So it fascinates me to talk to these people that have been hurt, have felt lack, have gone through some shit, you know, just like me. And their, their attitudes is, you know, they, they can see exactly what's been going on and exactly what's been affecting them. That's, in, that's intelligence right there. When you can identify what has been going on in your life, what has hurt you, what you've gone through, what you've grown from, that, that's intelligence right there. I mean, you have to be woke to, to know those feelings. You have to be woke to feel those feelings. No sleepwalking person is going to feel that. And that fascinates me. When we can identify exactly what's happened in our lives that we connect to. We see. We own it. That's ours. This is who I am. This is why I'm who I am. I know it. And right that right there fascinates me. Because I'm in that same boat. I see myself. I see my flaws. I see the things that I've done wrong. I know myself. I know what I want. I, I, and I'm not going to sit here and, and claim that I have been an innocent person and just so sweet. And I too have been very toxic because of these attachments that I have tried to create with people to hold on to people, to hold on to people's energies, to hold on to that validation that I feel that I get from that person. I don't want to lose it. So I'll do whatever it takes. Now, this is the old me. I would do whatever it took to keep that person in my life, to, to keep that person in my energy. Whatever it took, even if it hurt. If I didn't want to lose them, then I would continue to keep doing whatever it took to keep them. I know that that's not healthy. I'm not saying that I just learned um, that it's not healthy. I know that it's not. and I, I've known that it's not. That's another, you know, when we know better. When we know better and we still keep repeating what we should not be repeating. We know better. We've already, you know, gone through the, the things that should have taught us that lesson already. We already know when you keep repeating that is your choice. You're choosing to stay in that energy. And really there needs to come a time where you realize that you don't deserve that. And you need to stop going back to the same, the same situations that you put yourself in. The same situations that you keep going back to. And you keep getting the same results. Nothing changes. And when you, when we vibe low, that is what we attract. I attract the wounded because I can see them. I can, I can see the good in people. God has given me that gift. That is one of my gifts. I feel that I truly have that gift of being able to see the person's heart. The wounded. I feel like that's my gift. 
but I also need, I'm, I'm, I'm learning how to deal with this gift in a way where I don't get taken advantage of. And that is, that's a struggle for me because this is the way that I've been sharing my heart and my love with people is giving, giving, and meaning the person that I, I, I allow to get close to me, the, the men in my life, giving so much and doing so much, regardless of whether or not I get it back. And God has, I describe it as pulled the rug out from under me because I am an intelligent person. I know better. There are times when I have purposely just, and, and my friends that are close to me and my family know this, that I just have turned the cheek, the other cheek, you know, not listening. Nope. <laughs> I did not listening. And we've all done that where there has been a situation that we've been in where we know that we shouldn't go where we're going to go, but we go there anyway, or we decide to handle a situation in a way that we know that we shouldn't. There's like a little voice inside of us that's telling us, don't act that way, and we do it anyway. Yeah. I'm gaining control over my emotions. And that's, that's tough. It's tough to do. My cancer journey has helped me with with that skill. And that's, that's the, that's the other reason why, um, <clears throat> I'm talking about everything that I've gone through because I am telling you that my experiences did not come with, like I had enlightenment and just went from there. Like I learned my lesson from something that was horrible and went from there and just kept going in the positive direction that I should have. No. I didn't do that. I am 47 years old and I have been given multiple chances to learn a lesson, <clears throat> to know my worth, to share a story that of, of being, I, I, I'm a survivor of many things. I was sexually molested at the age of four and I am who I am today. Everything that I went through in life makes me who I am right now. So I own everything that happened to me, but I mean, I've, I've been given, I feel like I've been given many life situations to, to really look at myself and say that I'm strong enough to go through anything. And cancer was the final straw <clears throat> of, I can literally go through anything. And cancer can take my life away just like that. Especially my cancer, which is, that's another topic too. But the cancer that I had, I will say, because I'm, I am going to talk about it because it's really not talked about. And that's a whole other story. This type of cancer that I had is triple negative cancer. Never in my life had I ever heard of triple negative cancer. When I, when I Googled it the first time, 
I, uh, I just, I felt like I had to accept that I was going to die because this cancer is very aggressive. It's very rare. It's like winning the lottery of cancers. <laughs> this is there. That's the other thing that I've learned since getting, having cancer and going through everything. I have the cancer that you don't want. There's cancers that you don't want. And there's cancers that you're like, and, and, and when you, when you get into this world of cancer, it's so crazy that I'm part of this world. I still can't believe it. But when you get into this world, you find out that there's cancers that you don't want. And there's stages of cancer that you don't want. And that will also make you want to keep up on checkups and make sure that, you know, whenever you feel like something's off, please get it checked out. If you feel like something's wrong and you don't want to die, get it checked out. I can say that like, because I literally, my cancer was found and, and it, it, it amazed me how many doctors that I met within the cancer center that they were going through my paperwork and they were asking me questions and they said, so did you feel a lump or were you feeling sick? Did you feel? And I said, no, no, I felt fine. I was actually, when the cancer was found, I think I had actually lost like 25 pounds because I worked really hard at the gym. <laughs> My sister was uh, getting married in August of 2018 I wanted to look good in my dress, and so I was working out, um, going to the gym, working out, eating good, felt really good. Um, I had ended a, a relationship that I learned a lot from also, and he is a very, he has a very special place in my heart. And he helped me grow a lot, and um, but our relationship ended in 2018. And I felt good about myself. I felt good about myself. I felt good about where I was. I was working out. I lost the weight. I was turning 44, and I was ready for what life was going to bring me. I was ready. And then I found out I had cancer. And it, it, it was truly a, an awakening that I was not ready for. Nobody can be prepared for those words that it's, it's cancer. You know, especially when I felt 100% fine. There was nothing like I felt... I felt so good. I felt so good. I was working out. I was eating right. I had so much energy. I felt so good. I was so happy. And then I got told I had cancer. And the cancer that I have is is very rare and very aggressive. And it was caught early. So that is the blessing too. It, um, I could have died. I, I wouldn't even be here. If I wouldn't have kept up on checkups and it was a mammogram that found it. It was the, actually the, um, the 40, I think it is. I think it is. Oh, I can't remember. I, it was the, the in-depth picture of your breasts because I had, um, dents 
my my breasts were dense. There was a lot of of a uh, of a lot of fat. I think that's what it is. I think that's what it means. Listen to me. I don't, now I don't even have breasts. They're they're totally. I have um, silicone uh, breasts. <laughs> it, well, it's a silicone mix. That's a whole other story. Anyway, breast cancer took my breasts away. That I don't have any at all. So, um, but it was caught early. It's a very aggressive cancer. It's the kind of cancer that can come back. I pray to God that it doesn't. But while I'm here, I am going to share my life story. Because like I said, I've gone through so much in life that I I, I can talk about it. Because if you met me, you'd never know. And not everybody believes in God. And that's okay. I do. I believe in God. I believe in my angels. I believe in spirits being around me, protecting me. Because I've had that all my life. A voice talked to me early on and told me everything was going to be okay. So I carry that on in everything that happens in my life. And my... So point from all of this also is my heart is big and pure. I don't just say, I love you to anyone. I say it to the people that I mean it. I mean it. If I tell you I love you, I mean it. And when I love you, my love is, this is how we should all look at ourselves. When I say the words, I love you, I mean it. And my love is is real. You know, endorphins and the good feeling, good feelings that come in the very beginning of meeting someone. Yes, those feel great. They feel great. But you have to become friends with someone first. You really should. We begin the attachment physically with people that we meet in our lives. And it can it can take us on a whirlwind, you know. And when we're young and we're still ident- trying to find our identity, trying to find, you know, the people, the tribe that we could connect to, you know, it's not easy. It's, it's not easy. And when you really don't have any real guidance on how to care about somebody, well, you know what? This. When you really don't have the guidance on how you should love yourself first. Like, I that should be said in school. <laughs> you know, there should be some kind of class that talks about self-love. Self-love and, and meditation to keep our emotions under control. Maybe that would have helped with toxic love, you know. I love the album of um, Lauren Hill's The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. If you have not listened to that entire CD, that entire album, that you need to. I listen when the first time that I listened to that, my brother, my little my baby brother who was um he was in the Air Force. He sent all of us sisters music to listen to. And he sent me the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Best, best album. 
every single song. The the incorporation of the the class the classroom that was going on through the CD, the teacher giving the roll call and talking to all the all of the students, that right that was just I so connected to that. I so connected to it. And this Valentine's Day, having said everything that I've said in this episode, this Valentine's Day, I am the happiest that I have been in so long. I'm 47 years old. I've gone through some shit. And this is the happiest that I've ever been. And I am, I am totally alone as far as relationship goes. And anyone that knows me knows that I've always been in a relationship with someone. Um, I, cause I get attachments. I get attachments to these men and I just love, love, love. I, I love being in, but no, my number one relationship that I've got this year right now on this Valentine's day coming up February 14th, 2022. I am my Valentine. I have never loved me so much. Because I'm looking at everything that I've been through in life. And I love the way I've handled it so far. Because even if it's the little steps that, you know, I know I haven't done anything drastic in life. But, but you know, well, no, I take that back. My cancer fight was very, very, very hard and very tough emotionally. Physically, that's up to God and my body. But emotionally, I handled that shit like a pro and I'm so proud of myself that also helped me with my awakening to look at everything and the people around me and everything that I choose to allow into my life and the energy that I, the energy that I give back. And that's why I'm here because it's all growth every single day. It's all growth for me. I'm going through it. And that's why I'm sharing my story with you. Thank you for listening. I hope everyone has a awesome Valentine's Day with loving yourself and whoever you're with. But first and foremost, we love ourselves. Thanks for listening. It's all growth. Bye.